This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris tell you how nice it's been here in Pennsylvania. I've been telling you, it's like the uh, winterless winter, certainly the snowless winter, at least here where we're at. I'm not complaining. I've been loving every bit of it. I went out to do a little, uh, you know, light cleaning off out in the driveway and garage and whatnot. And so I fired up the old uh, leaf blower there, the little two-stroke steel. No choke. I, I, you know, normally this time of year, it's, like, you know, a good, uh, I don't know, Six seven pull start, you know you got, and then you got to let it, let it uh, sputter, <laughs> let that oil uh, de- decoagulate a little bit in there, so the fuel can burn off at least to get some kind of combustion. Not right now, not right now. Boom! First start, ready to go. Actually, it took a second start, only because I'd put the choke on, I had to turn it off. Couldn't start it that way. What are you gonna do? It's that warm. It's been like, uh, like I don't know, the Everglades. Key, I feel like I'm in Key West over here. It's fantastic. I guess some some people say it's hot, hotter than Hades here. Maybe this is uh, we're at the gates of hell. Well, that we may be, but I don't know if it's because we're in Pennsylvania. I think Al Gore was right. I really do. He said it. Well, climate's gonna change. <laughs> what, I don't know what he was saying actually. What was he saying? Does anybody know what he was saying? That's just a weird dude. Talk about a election denier. Remember when he lost? Remember when the establishment stole the election from him? Oh, oh, oh. They really kind of did. I mean, we didn't complain. Thank God they did in that case. Nobody was complaining then that the election was stolen. Like, whew, dodged the bullet on that one. This time around, it's a little different. Am I right? Am I right? Is it not? I, what do you say about that? How many people lived through that with the old? I don't even. I remember the lawsuit was like, like the whole presidential election hinged on like one county in Florida or some something crazy like that, right? And Bush goes down there, Jeb's the governor. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> back then we thought it was good, we thought it was okay, right? Now I look back, I'm thinking, boy, did we get, boy, did we get bamboozled then? That, we little did we know the Republican Party had already tanked even back then. We thought Bush was a great president. He stole the election. He was a globalist too. Look now he's out. He's out hanging out with Obama. Obama and Bush are like homies now. They're doing like beer summits on the weekends. Right? Wasn't Bush a, an alcoholic? Maybe he stirred it back up. Obama's there smoking his Newports and Michael. I mean, uh, uh, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. They're hanging out. Trump's the outsider. And Biden's in. Is he in? I don't know. He's falling down the steps. The whole country's just laughing. Yeah, we thought it's good thing. Good thing the establishment stole the election from Al Gore. What were we thinking? We're gonna elect Al Gore. How many of you voted for him? I want to know. Somebody listening voted for Al Gore. At least one of you did. How about the pinheads that voted for Biden? I'm related to some of them. Can you believe it? Hard to believe we're the same species. Somebody would vote for this guy, Biden. I have two questions for you. If you voted for Biden, I have two questions for you. One, how do you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning, knowing that you greatly contributed to the the absolute destruction of our nation? Seriously. 
And if I'm being uh, you know too soft or too ambiguous about that, let me know. I, but I'd really be interested to know the answer to that. How do you look at yourself? I, I'd like to ask my brother. He wouldn't be able to handle it. He get all pissy with me during the, the my Bernie loving brother. I love my brother. Just to be clear, we share uh, this brother. I have several brothers, but this brother that I'm speaking of. Uh, I'm not going to go into it right now, but there's just a special reason that we have a special connection, and uh, there was times when he was really there for me, and because of that, I'm not going to abandon him. But let me just tell you, his politics is absolutely poo-poo. How's that for podcast appropriate? Poo-poo. Okay. (laughs) I can't believe I just said that, actually. Amazing how I'm willing to sacrifice my dignity anymore, even. Yeah, my burning lovely brother. So he gets all, gets all hissy with me during the. I don't know how you can support this guy Trump. And I've said this all. I'm not like I don't even consider myself like a Trumpy, a Trump worshiper, or anything like that. I have my own questions about a lot of things. I don't trust anybody. I don't trust government. I don't trust doctors. I don't trust lawyers. I really don't. You know who I trust? I trust farmers, people that work with their hands. I really do. It's just where I'm meant to be. I've come to realize that. I, I just. Um, I can't even relate to the people that have never swung a hammer. And it's not about swinging a hammer. You know what I'm saying? Like, never never been dirty. Never, uh, you know, uh, gone to bed, uh, you know, sore from working hard, like, days on end, knowing, you know, what, like, near exhaustion is like you've worked so hard. How many people even know that anymore? It used to be like a rite of passage, for God's sake. It wasn't something you bragged about. Like, oh, you just started working? Man, I'm beat. Oh, really? You're just getting warmed up. Let's go. I mean, this is the way it was. I'm not kidding. Not anymore now. I had to work a full eight hours. Don't get me wrong. I'm getting older. I'm looking to slow down myself. I'm all for it. Guaranteed basic income. Line it up. Maybe my brother was right. Just like Al Gore. We should have just taken the deal. I told you. Should have just taken the damn new green deal. At this point, it would have been less aggravation. And at least we would have known what we're getting. And now we're just getting is purely screwed no solar panels, no guaranteed basic income. What a joke. What a laughable joke, really, when you think about it. Right? Yeah, ha ha. <laughs> We're not even going to get our Social Security. But I, I want to hear from the people that voted for Biden. I started to say I have two questions. Um, you know, first, how do you, how do you look yourself in, in the mirror if you voted for Biden, knowing what you did to the country? After you were duly warned over and over and over, right? I see it now. Trump was right. Oh, really? No. No. The conspiracy theorists were right. Really? What a shocker. What a shocker. Isn't that stinking amazing? How the hell could you believe the crap in the first place? You know, not that I get fooled once in a great while. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a, you know, I'm not 100% either. But I'm not 2%. I'll tell you that. Even my daughter, you know, my daughter, she gets frustrated with sometimes with my, um, what do you call it, the... Uh, sarcasm and the thing especially at this point in my life like I can say anything with a straight face just doesn't even phase me like if I I could probably pass a lie detector test I kid you not I don't lie because I value my integrity it's important to me Um, but uh, other than that I mean I have no trouble just you know like if I had to be like a spy or you know lie for some you know reasoning no problem People just, I say things outlandish to see how far I can go. And people are like, really? No. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? You weren't. That's the point. Is the, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, where was I going with that? 
people just, uh, they're not going to think on their own. But if you voted for Biden, how do you face yourself, number one? And number two, what do you say now? Are you happy with the decision? I have a, a good friend, another guy that I love. He voted for Biden, and I just... He voted for Fetterman, and I'm um, just like, and he complains about what's going on. I'm like, but you voted for it. The problem is that the stinking Republicans, um, at least where I'm at, have, not only do they not have anything to offer, they just it's a total gaggle foo bar, if you know what I mean. It's just um, unredeemable. The Republican Party here, the Democrat Party in this area is actually redeemable. I kid you not. I've said this before. I know lots of these Democrats, and lots of them are good people. The Republicans? I I don't know any good Republicans in this area. What can I tell you? It's my. Let me. I was thinking. You know, uh, I'm joking around about the number of listens on this podcast. This podcast has a solid base, and it's been a long running base. The other thing that's interesting is the number of people that actually listen that day. There is a lot of people that listen like months and months later, which is fascinating to me. It really is. I don't listen like that. Um, oh, I'm kicking the trash can. A little noisy in here. Oh, before I forget, did I tell you what happened to Duke the dog? Did I mention this? I don't think I did. Did I? I don't remember if I did. BB bit Duke. The pit bull took a, took a bite out of the shepherd. I don't think I told you guys this. I couldn't have because nobody commented on it. Duke comes in with like a half dollar missing out of his behind. And let me tell you what goes on. And let this be a lesson to you. A lot of, this is a great analogy for the things I've talked about. BB is a 70-pound pit. If BB chose to, you would be limbless. I'm not kidding. Uh, if you've ever seen a, a, a pit bull clamp down, it's not a pretty sight. You don't want to be on the receiving end of that, okay? Literally, if BB decided, your arms would be off, okay? Um, and probably at least portions of your leg, legs. Um, anyway, Duke is a lab-shepherd mix. Duke is fast. And Duke's a physical dog, too. Duke probably running, I don't know what he weighs. Is he lighter than BB? I don't think so. He's probably running about 70 as well. Um, he's, not a, he's not as big as a shepherd. He's like a smaller uh, size. Beautiful dog, this, this, this guy. And he can run. I mean, I, I don't recall ever owning a dog that could run like Duke. Um, and he puts his head down and, and bolts. Well, anyway, what he does is he postures up in the yard. Like, BB will be down there trying to go to the bathroom. And this knucklehead, he's crouched down and boom, he launches off the line. Puts his head and drills her. And then boom, 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 boom. They go flying and rolling. Now, BB's so banged up, we call her the junkyard dog. BB has had cut after cut after cut. And I get worried as they get older. I keep thinking they're going to calm down. It's really hard to contain this. We do not encourage it, I can tell you that. It is somewhat funny on occasion, but uh, not really a behavior that you want in your dogs. Well, anyway, what usually happens is Duke will go, go, go. And finally, they'll get a hit on her. And then she gets pissed. Well, then she'll put her head down. But see, something different happens when she puts her head down. 
she's not going to be running in. She's going to come walking in. And when she gets a hold of your butt, you better believe it's going to hurt. And that's exactly what happens. She puts her head down. He runs around. <laughs> catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Well, the dumb dog is not smart enough to realize, you know, she lets him box himself out for the most part. And then she waits. And then and she just hits him. And then he'll get banged up, too. He's had some pretty good nicks. Well, something got out of hand yesterday, and he's got this big welt on him. So we call the vet, and they're like, um, it's $150 in the door for an emergency visit. And I'm like, that's not even the first stitch, for God's sake. Like, screw that. And my wife's like, well, you're going to have to get a cone because he keeps licking at it. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing the cone either. So here's what I did. We put this, uh, you know, we cleaned it and, uh, you know, put this gel stuff on there to keep it clean. Then I put it, my, one of my T-shirts on him, put his head through, his front paws through the legs, pulled it over his body so he couldn't lick the wound, and tied it in the back. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? And uh, problem solved. But they're still fighting with each other. I don't, I'm like, what the heck with these doggone dogs? I don't get it. Painful to watch, right? And speaking of painful to watch, that brings me right back to my point about the other dog that we were talking about, Mr. Joseph Biden. And I don't know if you can give him all the credit for this mess. Hardly so. I think it probably does go back to Bush, probably further. I question now what happened with Nixon? What got him knocked out? What really happened with Kennedy? All of a sudden, I question it all. Even 9 11. You know, I, 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 I don't need, I'm not really a conspiracy theorist. Um, I do see patterns to things, and I, you know, generate my own bizarre theories at times, you know, wonder if. But it doesn't mean that I'm, I subscribe to it or I believe it. In this case, I'm like, I don't know if I believe any of it. I don't know if you can. I really don't. Who the hell's really in control? Like, honest to goodness, who voted for this? Look at where we're at a second. Just forget about politics. Forget about Biden. Just look at what is going on, what has happened in what the past two years since Trump's been out. Go back a year before, when the year that they started squeezing Trump out, look at what they did. They started burning the cities. They started burning the, the forests on the West Coast. Look at now, they're choking on snow and rain. Do you hear anybody saying that the climate crisis is over? No. No, we have a fusion reactor that, despite their best attempts to stop it, came online in Georgia anyway, should be hailed as the greatest move in green energy ever. And it's not even talked about. The, 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 um, the severe drought in California that could be threatening the world's food supply, you might not have grapefruit ever again, is resolved. <laughs> and it's like, and, this, and these storms are an indication of the... They just roll into the next one, right? And and the, and this is this uh, severe storms are another indication of climate change. <laughs> I remember when I got in trouble in the Marine Corps for uh, drinking before I was twenty-one, and uh, it wasn't really a big deal. If I had been a civilian, really nothing would have happened, but. Because I was in the Marine Corps, we really were doing nothing but having a couple of beers on a beach that we weren't supposed to be having beers on. And I happened to be not 21 at the time. And uh, the police came along, and they would we're going to just empty them and let us go. It really was a pretty innocent mistake. And um, you know, I'm active duty Marine Corps, having a couple of beers, just not 21. 
uh, except for one of the yin yangs I was with said uh, was trying to be a wise guy to one of the cops, and so uh, boom, they end up uh, issuing us tickets for these doggone things. Anyway, in the Marine Corps, at least then they had a policy: if you got in trouble with alcohol, it was automatic. Uh, like substance abuse counseling. So you got to get on to AA. And here's how it works. If you admit you have a problem, they put you into treatment and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you do the 12 steps. I, I don't know what that is or whatever. And, you know, do your little kumbaya and go back out into the world clean and sober, which is a good thing. It really is. Um, if you say that you don't have a problem, then you're in denial and you go to a 12-step program <laughs> until you're ready to sing Kumbaya. It's hilarious. <clears throat> it really is. Uh, I was fortunately able to sidestep that whole pro- process, thanks to God, because it would have been my undoing. I don't know. Maybe Biden's drinking. Maybe that's the problem. But just look, going back a year before the election, they were burning down the cities. They were burning down the West Coast. Right, all these fires and the mysterious, just up and went during the Trump presidency. Bricks showing up on pallets in the cities. Really, oh, where did they come from? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Amazing, really, right? Nobody knows. Nobody knows who the bomber was on January sixth. Look at now how they're screeching. How dare you share the truth about January sixth? We just laid out the most comprehensive lie ever. And they just keep lying on top of lying. When does something break? But I, forget about that a second. Burning the cities, burning this, the, 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 the coasts, fighting everywhere, stealing the election, impeaching Trump for what? We still don't know. Biden's ignoring all the laptop, censoring everybody and anybody on social media, FBI in direct contact with social media, First Amendment violations, crazy. The economy, look at what's happened, shortages, supply chain shortage, and all the crap that we went through with uh, masks and vaccine mandates, and then the war erupting literally all over the world in the past three years that it wasn't there with Trump. You're going to say, you're going to say what? What are you going to tell me? That it's it's just coincidence? I don't know. Maybe we should just coincidentally try to bring back Trump and see what happens. I don't know. You know, you, you look at what's happening here. I don't know. I haven't had anybody say to me, wow, I'm really proud of, really happy with what Biden is doing. Nobody, ever, anywhere, ever. And and not that I would necessarily. I don't know. I'd love to know from some of these hardcore Democrats, are you happy with what Biden's doing? Well, pretty much. I mean, he just, I don't know what the hell they'd say. How do you look at what's going on and, and say that it's good on any of it? Who, you got to really question the person that would have that perspective, really. All right? I mean, it's just people that are stupid. There's just, I don't know, some people like vanilla, some people like chocolate, and then there's like these, these weird people that are like eating seaweed-flavored ice cream and stuff like that. I can't really relate. I could understand vanilla. I can understand chocolate. But some of this other stuff, it's just crazy to me. How do you say this is a good direction, this country, and any part of it, or the world? 
How the hell can you say that? So it's not. It just isn't, right? They're going in a bad direction. Everybody's saying that. And this guy gets elected. And I, I have no faith that he won't be here for another damn four years. I really don't. Matter of fact, I pretty much just accepted it at this point. I'm like, I got to protect my own mental health here. I'm not going to, like, develop some uh, conjured up idea that, uh, you know, somehow everything's going to be all right. I'm not saying it. I think, the, you know, the you people that voted for this shit, look at what you did to the country. That we're just supposed to sit back and what? Sit back and what? I said it a million times. You're creating a mess, the undoing of which is going to be a catastrophe in itself. And who's going to do that dirty? Who's going to come in? You wonder why you know, kids today aren't very patriotic. I'm not either. I'm not real, not real happy with it at all. I'm not happy with the, the, the people in this country. I'm not happy with the government of this country. Tell me what there is to be proud of. Hard really to find it, isn't it? Even our military just, uh, I'm proud of the guys uh, my son serves with. I was impressed with them. There's a few out there. But it is a damn remnant, man. It really is. I don't, you tell me what, what part of the, this that I'm, I'm not right in, that I'm, I'm missing. The attacks on the First Amendment, the attacks on the Second Amendment, the attack, the economic onslaught, the, the ignoring of our borders. You know, what, what happens is children are, are killed, raped, murdered, open borders. Really? Yeah. What At what point is it time to rid this toxin of our country? You have to ask. You really do. I don't know. I started to say that the uh, story with B.B., you know, Duke, he, he picks, he picks. B.B.'s a peaceful dog. It doesn't mean she's weak, you understand? And we're a peaceful people. It doesn't mean we're weak. What becomes the breaking point where, where we take a lick out of somebody's backside and let that settle in a little bit? I don't know. I know this. I know we need strong leadership. And I, and I don't take this the wrong way. I've made my feelings clear, and I'd like to say this just because there's a lot of people that get influenced by different things. Don't think that you're going to be some kind of hero and go launching some kind of assault on some government office or whatever. It's not the way it's done. We need to win. We need to win big. You know how we win big? We, we, we stand together. But you're standing together uh, under a false premise is no good. The Democrats are doing that. And no disrespect to Dem- You know, I don't want to get into it. doesn't really matter. I don't care. What do I care when I'm talking about no disrespect? I don't care. I don't, I don't care about respecting anybody at this point. You know, I keep saying this. I'm, I'm just taking on this very Darwinistic uh, approach to things right now. And I, I can feel it's a preparation. It's a, an emotional, mental state of preparation for me. I hope that you know my concerns don't don't come to fruition. I really do. I hope it's all big charade, and and maybe there'll be some economic rebound. And you know, like I keep saying, uh, life is pretty good for us here. You know, I'm concerned, but at the same time, as far as right now, you know, is this the eye of the storm or the calm before the storm? I don't know. 
You know, what Zig Ziglar used to say, uh, you know, things aren't, aren't as bad as they seem and they're not as good as, good as they seem, or whatever it is. You get the idea. You know, and ask, uh, you know, what do you think it's going to be like next year? Probably about like what it was this year. <laughs> A little bit like it was last year. You know, things don't change all that much normally, but they can. And, you know, I don't know Zig Ziglar. You know who Zig Ziglar is, by the way? He's a great motivational speaker. I don't know if he's alive anymore. I used to listen to Zig Ziglar when I was younger. Very uh, entertaining and uh, good good speaker, good message, I think. He had some good wisdom. Really did. Like I enjoyed it. Still do on occasion, I guess. I don't know. Can't remember the last time I listened to Zig Ziglar. But you know, you tell you know things don't really change. You know, position yourself, especially if you're young. Doesn't matter really. Position yourself. Keep your eye on the ball. You know, what are you looking to do? Where are you looking to go? What do you want your life to look like? And you know, if, if the walls are falling down around you, you know, just position yourself to be as strong as possible to come out on top on the other side. I don't know. That's it's my mentality. You know, what are you going to do? Just stick your head in a hole and wait? Not going to do that. You've got to live your life. And I'm not going to live my life in fear, right? If you're constant fear, the, the economic collapse or war or whatever. Hey, bring it on if that's what needs to happen. We've, you know, our family's seen tight economic times before. You know, we don't, we don't, we haven't always eaten steak. Let me just tell you that. I was uh, doing some laundry over the weekend and, uh, I thought, you know, and I've talked about this before. I really need to pull the trigger on it. Actually, maybe this spring will be the year. Hang our stuff outside instead of using the clothes dryer. You know, when I was growing up, it wasn't even an option. We couldn't afford the dryer. You know what I'm saying? So for me, and now I'm just like, you know, it's better. You ever hung anything outside? It smells so much better. It really does. It's a better way to go. It saves money, better for the environment. How many green weenies out there hang their clothes out to dry? That's what I want to know. Let me tell you something. I'll leave you with this. When you green weenies start hanging your clothes outside, then I'll sign up for the new green scam. Got it? That's what I want. Not an electric car. You don't need to spend a nickel. Get your pale, soft, fat, blubber butt out there and go hang that laundry, and I'll turn into a new green dealer, too. Hey, uh, God willing, I'm hoping to be back on Sunday. We'll see what happens, and I, I sure hope this see you there. Do something to take care of yourself this weekend. You'll be glad you did. I'll see you back soon.